You know what? It seems to me that if this thing is spreading, then maybe we should separate instead of sitting around here in a big fucking group. You done? You finished? Huh? What's going on, guys? Welcome to the podcast. This is uh, Surf. This is your co-host, Jennifer. And today we are doing it differently. We're not in each other's company. We're doing this through Skype, so the audio sounds a little off or weird. Um, we're practicing uh, social distancing. Mm-hmm. Even even though I'm a pro at social distancing, since I don't like going out and doing all social activities. But with, with what's going on in the world today, we decided to do two movies that reflect on what's going on in the world today. You know, um, one is a Spanish found footage uh, movie called Wreck, and it's R-E-C, not Wreck as in Car Wreck. And the other one is the 2000, the remake of Wreck, um, Made in America, Quarantine, uh, released in 2008. So Quarantine and Wreck basically have the same similarity of a storyline mm-hmm. but two compli- uh, very different aspects done um yeah. and wreck and wreck you know it's a uh the film centers around reporter angela vada and her cameraman pablo and they're filming their little documentary tv series uh called why you're sleeping covering a firefighter intervention in an apartment building in barcelona a situation escalates after some of the building occupants show animalistic and murderous behavior the reporter and her cameraman find themselves confined inside the building. So, Wreck, when I first heard of this movie through um, one of my personal favorite YouTube channels, uh, Dead Meats, um, when I heard it was in Spanish, it kind of was like kind of a downfall for me. And especially it has English subtitles, so it's like very... I felt I was going to be not too attached to the story or the developments of the characters, mm-hmm. but I was completely wrong. I honestly connected more with the old guy that was kind of like checking himself out, like saying like, oh, you didn't tell me you're recording. <laughs> that guy was hilarious throughout the whole, like he honestly made this movie be a lot better. But- and you also kind of related with the characters. And with this movie, you know, it wasn't a big big film you know it was it was done in it was released in uh, several film festivals you know and it's it was done just in spain but it was getting a very a lot of good um reviews yeah so it came to the u.s and you know you know how the united states well hollywood in america to remake everything exactly so um rec would follow by three sequels uh, Rec, uh, Rec 2, directed by Bergelion and uh, Baza in 2009, and Rec, Rec 3, Genesis, directed by Plaza in 2012, and Rec 4, Apocalypse, directed by Bergelion, and would be the final installment in the franchise. So, this movie was hit. I have yet to see the other, I guess you could call it a quadrilogy. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see the other three films, um, just because Rec alone was kind of hard to find. And I had to watch it through daily motion, as in parts. Um, but it was overall, it was still a good movie. I enjoyed it. And quarantine, on the other hand, was just a disaster of a mess. And you know, and so in two thousand, uh, you know, in two thousand in two thousand eight, uh, quarantine 
was remade in the United States. And Quarantine follows by also Van- Angela Vada, but instead of the cameraman being named Pablo, his name is Scott. And they're assigned to follow firefighters Jake and Fletcher during the segment, through their segment, The Night Shift. Which, like I said, also has the very same similarities, same storyline, but yeah, it, had, it had its own, um, you know, they added uh, excluded scenes and characters mm-hmm. and a little bit more dialogues. And in both of the films, it's it's based on a virus, just like how we are, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know, it's not very, it's not, it's serious, but it's not like something where, all right. We have to go through what this movie's going through. Yeah. Um, in the film, I think in both films, it's it's just like a higher dose of rabies. You know, it's like rabies on steroids. Um, it has the same symptoms as that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so the movie was released. Uh, so on Rotten Tomatoes, which I really love Rotten Tomatoes, and I go by what what their score is. And I kind of go into a judgment of like, okay, this is what it's gotten. Let's see if it can change my mind or maybe I'm wrong. Um, Red got an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes and Quarantine a 56, which technically it's for Quarantine, it's averaging, you know, mixed average reviews. And, um, you know, um, having mixed reviews, it was it's considered to be an acceptable substitute Mm -hmm. from the original film. And the director, uh, Jaime Bolleon response by with that movie was that it's impossible for him to like, for him to like it because it's a copy. It's the same aspect for a finale. It's impossible to enjoy quarantine after wreck. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. And I'm going to save this ending part of it because I think this is a big, big important factor for, for wreck and what quarantine missed out on it could have been potentially a lot better or even even similar to to reg and um but paco plaza stated that quarantine helped reg become more popular than it was it moved the spotlight onto their film you know the fact that it was going to be made remade in hollywood it was it was big news in europe everyone knew that it existed this tiny spanish film and um so we're gonna dive into rec so, Rec was actually um, directed by Pla- uh, Borgnion and Blaza, and Angela Vada was played by Manuela Vasco, and she actually is a real-life Spanish presenter, and she, really? she was cast for, yeah, a real-life presenter in Spain and Europe, uh-huh. but they, they casted her so it would come as naturally as possible. Yeah. And Javier and so the the Javier Protet plays Nina Morinos, the tall, skinny, demonic person. Uh-huh. Um, he's known for his roles in 2013 as Mama. Really, the movie about the two kids? Yeah. Yes. Holy. He also played in Crimson Peak as Enola, Margaret, and Pamela. He also was in, this is my favorite all-time, if anyone knows me, these are my favorite, favorite horror films. He was the Crooked Man in The Conjuring 2. He was it. He was in It as Hobo and the, Le- and the Leaper. He was in Insidious, The Lost Key as Keyface. 
He was in Slenderman as Slenderman. He also played the Toeless Corpse and and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And also was in It Chapter 2 as Hobo and the Witch. Wow, so he's been in a lot of horror films. He's been in... And and I think he does his I think he does his own makeup, like he helps out for the makeup aspect, you know, aspect and kind of decides, you know, the movement. Mm-hmm. And seeing him in that, you know, the one thing I, for me to judge um, found footage is really hard because, you know, I think found footage in the and in, in, in the United States or in Hollywood, you know, it's kind of taken over by paranormal activity. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, and that kind of destroys that because paranormal activity was just weird. It was it was bland. It wasn't you know it was more of jump scares here and there you know so. Was really. So wreck. I kind of went into an, a mindset of like okay, this is just gonna be like you know maybe even like paranormal activity but just the Spanish version of it. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be. I'm not going to be too terrified or or what the case is. So in quarantine, um, Angela's played by Jennifer Carpenter, who also was in White Chicks as Lisa. She yeah. played Emily Rose in The Exorcism of Emily Rose. But I think she's more, more, more known for her role as Dexter's sister in the Showtime series Dexter. And then Jake plays... Uh, Jay Hernandez plays Jake, who was in Friday Night Lights, Hostel, Bad Moms, and played Chato, Chato Santana, El Diablo, in Suicide Squad. And mm-hmm. right now he portrays Th- Thomas Magnum in CBS reboot of Magnum P.I. And this guy is by far probably one of the goodest guys. And I've seen him, I've seen him in one of the TV shows, and he's good. And he's he's actually the guy that kind of intro did the intro for this one a little bit from the movie quarantine uh dennis o'hare he plays randy the lawyer but is known for his role as as uh, american horror story i don't know if you if you uh, caught him and kind of realized his face and knew who he was from okay now i get it now from season yeah. one of american horror story I think. yeah he was in a uh, coven season one freak show yeah. and uh Okay, now I, think, I see. Now I think I he know. was in Hotel. Yeah, he was. Yeah, so he was in those. And then um, the lady that plays Ms. Espinoza, uh, Janie Epper, is known for her stunt double for the 1970s Linda Carter Wonder Woman. So she's been, she's a big stunt double person, but mm-hmm. she's also in acting movies such as Beverly Hill Cops 3 and Kill Bill Volume 2. And then the little girl is played by Joey Keane, the girl that plays Brianna, yeah. mm-hmm. for her roles as Ro- Ramona and Ramona and the Beezes. She played a young Talia Agul in The Dark Knight Rises. She was also in one of my favorite movies, The Conjuring, yeah. and The Kissing Booth, and Slenderman. And the thin, infected man at the ending of the movie was played by Doug Jones. He's known for his roles in Crimson Peak, also as the ghost of Edith's mother, Lady Beatrice Sharp. He was in Legion as the Ice Cream Man, Shape of Water as Amphibian Man, Bye Bye Man. He also played as the Bye Bye Man. 
He was Billy Burchess and Hocus Pocus. Really? Yes, and I think this is what? your favorite. This is going to be your favorite right here. He also was in Hellboy and Hellboy 2 as Abe Simpion, Angel of Death, and their Chamberlain. Oh, see, I had no idea about any of these. So, so comparison from Quarantine and to Wreck, I think Wreck was more of unknown actors, which, uh, you know. Sometimes better. Which, yeah, makes it better because it makes the film more genuine. Yeah, more authentic to it. And compared to Quarantine, where it was more of like, oh, I know this person. Oh, I know this person. I know what movies he was in. Or I know what movies or TV shows he were. It's still a great standout to notice and recognize, you know, these actors and be like, oh, you know, they've done this work. I'm, I, you know, or they could be like, my favorite actor is, you know, Jennifer Carpenter. I like her work. Let me watch this. Mm-hmm. I did not find myself enjoying quarantine. I kind of mm-hmm. found myself distracted. Um, I lost my self interest into the story. Yeah, it's just for me because I watched Wreck first. And so whenever I started watching Quarantine after that, I kind of just off the bat knew like it was like it seemed it was like scene by scene exactly the same as Wreck, which is kind of like, uh, and then Jennifer Mm -hmm. has a character too, where they like portray her as like, she's like an anchor woman or something like that. I felt they they portrayed her as to be flirtatious, more of, I'm doing this for for college work. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think she really nailed those hard-hitting questions. Um, you know, I don't really care if a fireman still goes down those poles. I think that's the last thing I would want to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I honestly don't care. Um, but I, I understand the aspect that, you know, okay, we're covering y'all, you know, late in the night. We get that there's nothing going on, nothing too big. These are your usual phone calls. These are your not, you know. Um, yeah. Which I understood, and I get, I, and I did enjoy that aspect. That it's like, okay, it's dead, but I don't think they had to kind of play her as, you know, oh, Every you know, way. yeah, let me be flirtatious with you guys, or let yeah. me let me have these guys flirt flirt with me as well. I feel like in quarantine they could have left that out. That and I think, one. yeah, because cause like in Reg, like I said, you know, um, Angela Vidal was played by Man- Manuela, and she actually is a real life presenter and that's what the two directors wanted on on rec you know they wanted more of a realism which was a huge priority for them you know alex and manu the firefighters are actually real real life actors but majority of the firefighters were real life you know they were real life firefighters you know they were really on duty and you could tell that in the film that kind of awkwardness were towards some of the um some of the firefighters like the two ladies in the front you know one of them kind of walks away because she's like oh well i don't know what to do you know, yeah. that was really genuine. And, you know, and then the, even towards attendance in the in the hotel, you know, there are unknown actors, but they were cast for their ability to improvise. Mm-hmm. And the directors really didn't give them a full script. It was just honestly react. It's just like react naturally. And yeah. you can read that because you see that old lady kind of look at the camera, like kind of confused of like, OK, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you connected with some of them. You know, I, I personally connected with with the guy that was kind of, like, cleaning himself up, being like, oh, I'm going to be on TV. He's so it, look sharp and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, it, 
it, it was like, okay, that's something I would do if if I was just like in a in the situation. I'm like, just like, oh, this is going crazy. Oh, can I interview? Yeah, yeah. Let me just get myself ready. Let me clear. Oh, you didn't tell me. You know, I like that. And he made it even funnier that like even despite of it being a horror film, that little scent of like comic relief was just like top of the world. And I just remember saying like that guy that guy's a mood if in a situation ever occurred. Yeah. And and I think that's what what fans connected with Rec more was that it was more genuine. It was more realistic, authentic, hardcore, raw cut. Um, when I saw it, it w- I felt more. I felt more scared. More, that too. I, I felt. I knew what was going on between two of the films because I actually watched Quarantine before I watched Wreck, which I'm glad that I did. Um, but I remember with Quarantine, you know, I was easily distracted with you know stuff around me. I was on my phone because I wasn't too invested into the story. Yeah. But when I watched Wreck, that changed. You know, I was into it. I'm like, okay, well, I get what's going on. It's the same as quarantine, but just what what to it. it was it was it was a lot more going around than mm-hmm. in quarantine where it was just like all this bunch claustrophobia, yelling, screaming, Jer- uh, Jennifer Carpenter Carpenter's crying just like it was <clears> a lot. <laughs> It was a lot. It was just, it honestly almost gave me a headache. And I'm just like, man, this, like, she sucks. Like, I hate it. I hate every moment of this movie. And it was just, ugh. It was, if if you're not a fan of Spanish films or you don't like to read subtitles, I guess Quarantine is probably the best bet for you. You're not going to enjoy it as much as Rec, I would, I would assume. And I would agree, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rec was more more raw it, I, it felt like i was watching one of those segments on um azteca tv <laughs> one of those late right. night showings you're just like watching and you're just like oh my god like this is like really scary you're on your nerves a little bit mm-hmm. you know it, i felt that it was that i felt like it was i was watching azteca tv or one of those late night you know we don't want to show this during the day we're going to show it late at night when no one's really watching yeah. And just scare the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I got off the movie. Off of quarantine, I got it more off of a like, okay, I'm a college kid. You know, like I said, I'm going to do some extra credit, uh, extra credit work to get some extra credit for college. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't as scary. You know, it was too much movement going around, too much here, there, and this and that. Yeah. And um, it wasn't it wasn't appealing to me. Honestly, it, 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 I felt more of a headache. I felt more... Of just like very stereotypical of quarantine. Quarantine was like really st- stereotypical. It was just like, ugh. You know, honestly, it was just like all over the place. It was messy. The camera work, you know, was just um, too heavy, too much movement. Yeah. It was just everywhere, kind of causing dizziness. And that was that was one of the stuff that um, you know that made quarantine not as good as wreck because it wasn't authentic it wasn't like how they did it it was you know done differently and um and it's funny because in quarantine if you if you look behind the scenes and everything you know they call it their own they don't never mention that it was okay we got this idea from wreck and we just want to bring it here to the states and kind of americanize it and that's the one thing i hate about horror films that are remade in america or remade in, in uh, United States in general, 
you know, for instance, like the like the story of La Llorona. Yeah. Oh God, don't get me we, started on. <laughs> we grew up with we grew up with that story as you know Hispanics and or Latin Americans or Latinos. We grew up with that story, and you know you hear every different type of urban legend. Mm-hmm. And you go to Mexico, and that's the first thing they tell you right off the bat is, okay, this, 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 of her. Yeah. And you're you're starting to get scared. You're starting, you know, you kind of start hearing things. But when you hear, you know, when it was being said it was going to be made here, my main concern was that, okay, is it going to be the authentic that we grew up with, really or is it going to be the American version of what we they think we think it is? Mm-hmm. And I was right. You know, one thing I read was that it was done. Amer- it was Americanized. No, and, yeah. it, and it should never be that. Horror films are one of those special delicacies that if you're trying to remake, go with the original. Mm-hmm. Originals are always better than the remakes or the sequels. For sure. And I feel like there's more like authenticity when you do original foreign films and when like Hollywood tries to like remake that, it just kind of takes all the originality away and it's just not hmm. good. And I, and I think it was the same thing with um, Human Centipede. I think Human Centipede was a foreign film. And I remember watching it on Netflix. Germany or something like that? Yeah, I think it was like somewhere in Germany. And, you know, I remember watching it and it freaked the crap out of me. Hell yeah. Then I started watching, you know, the, you know, the quote unquote sequels to it. And I think they were more American you know, they were directed here, in, I think, in the States. And it just became more of like, okay, now you're kind of trying too yeah, hard. I, mm-hmm. It wasn't as scary as the original. When I and, first the original, it was like, you know, it's one, one of its kind of movies. You know, you're not going to see any of that, like, anywhere else. And so when I watched yeah. it. I was truly terrified. And when the sequels came out, I was like, okay, well, I know to what to expect out of it. But it just it's never as good as, you know, the first one. Exactly. And I think that's what, you know, quarantine missed out towards Wreck. You know, Wreck yeah. was, it knew what was going. It was more authentic. You know, it was more, you know, you connected because you're, you know, you felt of like, okay, I, I agree with these people. Like, I would be, you know, asking questions. I'll be, you know, tossing and turning. And... And things like that. So, yeah. like I said, the stories are almost identical. You know, they both take care. They t- both take place with a virus, mm-hmm. and the virus is, like I said, rabies. You know, the dog, the dog Max gets sick. I guess he licks the little girl, and, and everyone becomes affected, and so forth. And yeah. and I agree with the directors from Wreck on on this part. If anyone knows me. And and I and I and it's the same with you, Jay. Mm-hmm. Your sister tells us why we watch scary movies. <laughs> the best response, the best response I can always give her, and the best response I give anyone is, I love the nerve wrecking it gives me. Mm-hmm. I love the suspension, and I like to, you know, I genuinely like to be kind of scared. Yeah, the thrill of it all is it's exciting. I like I like it, scary it, It's it's like a high. Yeah, there you go. And the one thing that always gives me to those is when you add religious themes. Oh. If you add religious themes to any scary movie, 
it becomes 10 times scarier. You become, I become more intense. I become more of like, oh my, oh my fucking God, what's going to happen? Like, yeah. if, if, if this, if, you know, what if this is actually real? What if this can happen? You know, you become like that. You become in that mentality of like, holy, holy shit. You start to doubt. It's like, oh my God, can this actually be happening? Like, is yes. this, yeah. And then with Korn, you know, that was Rex ending theme. And that's just a huge spoiler alert for everyone. Yeah. But when I saw that ending and I saw, you know, things about the Vatican. Yeah. Uh, talking about a possession and, and things like that. It was just mind-boggling. Yep. <laughs> and with quarantine, it was more of like, oh, I'm going to do experiments here and there. Yeah, and it kind of was just like, oh, well... Then I guess it is just rabies and just ten times worse. Yeah. Where in, you know, where in, in quarantine, you know, they play the tape recorder and it's just woo, 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 woo. You don't hear anything. Yeah. But in rec, you're hearing those, excuse me, you're hearing, you know, this doctor or this priest or whoever talking about, you know, that he messed up in the experiment and, you know, it's best to keep her in or not let this virus break out. So you start, mm-hmm. you know, it, it develops the story differently because you're like, okay, are these people really, you know, sick from the rabies or are they sick through a possession virus? Yeah. You know, that's what I got off of this movie was like, oh my God, like, okay. Okay, so it isn't rabies. It's possession or it's some sort of, you know. Or, yeah. It's some demonic um, illness, you know, and... And it was done amazing, and I like that. And I like whenever, and especially when it comes to Spanish religion themes, it just becomes more realistic. It becomes more viable because you're like, you know, who is more religion other than, yeah, who do you know? Who's more religion than, you know, it's Italians and then us, you know? And if you add that into a Spanish movie, and especially that's a found footage you're gonna have us on our you're gonna have you're gonna have us in in the edge of our seats you're gonna be like oh my god like you know you're gonna go to your grandma and be like hey like i saw this movie like does this really happen mm-hmm. you know and and in quarantine it was more of just like you know i'm a mad scientist i'm gonna do experiments and and end yeah, story. In quarantine it was at the end it shows more of like a cult type of thing instead of yeah. like and it's like religious and I think, and and it, I think if I don't think, and I'm glad that they didn't do it or they didn't go that route for wreck. Mm-hmm. If you had wreck follow the religious theme and just have all these videos of, or not even videos, but tape recordings of the Vatican talking about possession, so forth, so forth, and then you add like a cult following behind it. I'm not saying they should have. I don't know how it would have been if it happened that way. I'm glad that it ended the way it ended. Mm-hmm. I feel I like... Think... Yeah, go ahead. No, go. I feel like in rec, like in Spain and Europe, everything's mostly like... When it comes to like horror films, it's like religious stuff. Mm-hmm. Because just I feel like cult stuff and stuff like that just doesn't sell in Europe than it does like compared to like the US, you know? Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, in the U.S., you know, you know, I think one of the biggest cult followings were, you know, um, Charles Manson, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
and I think that's what it sold, I guess, to to a lot of in Hollywood was, you know, oh, let's just do cult things, you know, that gets people on their edge. And yeah. I think at the time, you know, I mean, Quarantine came out in like 2008. I don't, Emily, you know, I think we were just barely surfacing, you know, hard footage, and then we barely started surfacing a little bit more of horror films. Mm-hmm. You know, I think in that around that year, I think we had just left. I think maybe the last horror film that I can think of genuinely that came out of that year was probably like Cedar Chucky, but that mm-hmm. was more of a comic comic horror film yeah you know um but for found footage i think uh you mean you had your blair witch project that i can state far back as i can remember it's blair witch the blair witch project and probably just quarantine four years later that i can think of and then you get your paranormal activities yeah that kind of like you know take off on its own and start um you know they do sequels and then they're doing prequels and then they're doing you know kind of things like that but honestly and personally i don't think any found footage that has been made here and made in hollywood can come any close to wreck Mm -hmm. i feel like and especially like normal activity ones it starts to like lose its like originality when they're doing Mm -hmm. like like documentary scenes and camera and when they just keep doing that kind of just i don't know it just tends to lose its it loses its yeah it loses its flavor it doesn't become as genuine and and i think for wreck you know it like you know we both agree that it ruined for us the fact that angela was played flirtatious more than wreck where she was more professional she was just like you know i want everything i want hard hood hard hitting footage don't stop no matter what and and she wasn't all over the place she wasn't crying left and right or screaming left and right she was just like pablo don't stop let's go let's go let's go you know she had her screaming matches here and there but she was was still you compare to jennifer yeah you know i mean it was wreck is just 10 times better I recommend everyone to see Wreck. You, it's available on Vudu, iTunes, not iTunes, actually, no, Vudu, Amazon. Quarantine, yeah, you can watch it on You can watch Quarantine, everyone. Apple, too. And Quarantine is also available on iTunes, Vudu, and Crackle for free. But Wreck is better. I genuinely like it, especially since the directors went more on a serious note, more of a let's keep it professional, let's keep it hard-hitting, let's not tell everyone what's going on, let them figure it out on their own, mm-hmm. get to more yeah. more genuine. Like I said, it, 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 to me, it felt like I was watching Azteca TV. Uh-huh. Just one of those, you know, 2 o'clock, maybe 2 one, midnight showings that you're watching on that channel. And this comes on and you're like, eh, why not? You know, there's nothing else on TV. Let me watch this. But, you know, I can see myself watching Wreck again and again. Mm-hmm. I do want to see um, the rest of the franchise since mm-hmm. I think the second one doesn't have... The second one, basically, from what I've seen, bits and pieces of... I think the second one takes takes a viewship of um, the... The quarantine guys. 
the ones that kind of going in to take the test, like kind of clean up after the mess. Oh, like CDC. It takes, yeah, it, it takes off of their point of view. I have yet to see it. I'm going to try to look for it. And I think the third one and the fourth one um, pick up a little bit after it. I, I'm assuming from what I've read, Angela's not dead. Don't spoiler alert before you say things like that. And which one? And uh, Wreck. For you like know? movies so to come? On the second one, she's not. Me- I think she's mentioned, but she doesn't appear um, because she's quote unquote assumed dead. And yeah. from the ending of Wreck, it, you you would assume that, you know. Mm-hmm. So on Wreck three and four, I think she comes back. Really. So she's not dead. I'm going to want to watch it because it kind of picks up after. So on the the remaining ones, it picks up after what happened on Wreck 1. Yeah. I have yet to read more into it because I was more, you know, I want to kind of do the whole Wreck and Quarantine comparison. Just because yeah. um, Quarantine didn't go on and have, you know, a numerous of sequels. I think it only had one more and it was just uh, Quarantine Terminal, which mm-hmm. I think has nothing to do with. You know, wreck one, wreck two, three, four, whatever. Um, but wreck its own. I think it's its own um, franchise. Yeah. It's its own um, European uh, identity. I think it's like Conjuring, where you have other films behind it, and then you have your prequels and you have your kind of sequels. Um, which I'm gonna try to track down and watch. You know, because I actually did enjoy Wreck. Um, yeah. It was amazing. And like I said, I'm not a guy to watch anything in Spanish, and especially with English subtitles on the bottom, just because I feel yeah. I'm gonna be too invested in the, in the titles. Uh-huh. But I was wrong. Um, I was more in, in, in invested into it. I was more of like, okay, like I know what's going on. You know, I, I'm seeing the the genuine afraid. You know, the scaredness in these tendons. They feel mm-hmm. more. Of like, okay, what's really going on here? Oh, and yeah. and that that sold that sells it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and it's like how you said, you know, it was more of unknown compared to in quarantine. It's more bigger, you know. Yeah. It was, you know, you know the person in the left, you know that person in the right, you know, you knew these people, and and I think um, they were just trying to manage all these actors for their screen time compared to. Mm-hmm. And Rack, where it was more of like, okay, everyone's kind of getting equal amounts. Yeah. And I think in that, um, the directors did a really good job when it comes to, like, not giving the tenants, like, all the information they need to, like, kind of get, like, the authenticity mm-hmm. out of it all. Or, like, the scariness of themselves. So I think that was, like, a really good move by them, for sure. And, and that, not only that, but also keeping the religious theme kind of adding that religious theme in there was just like you know the high sell point i think that's where i was like oh my god and the first reaction was like why didn't they put this in quarantine yeah like it w- if if this was made if it was done you know let's say that this is the firefighters are you know all americans you know whatever or you know what you know firefighters here in the states but they go to this apartment complex that's full of, you know, a Hispanic um, occupancies or, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of things like that. I think it would have been done a lot better because it would have added that more of a, well, I don't know what's going on here kind of deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it would have sold better. Yeah. But even um, even like how uh, Borgleon has said in uh, Plaza and Borgleon said um, 
actually no, Berlion actually said it, and I have it here, that um, they messed up. He says that I don't understand why they avoided religious themes. They lost a very important part of the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Which I agree. I think if you, if they had kept that religious theme, if kept that, you know, part of the movie, it would have been not the score that I've gotten. Compared, it wouldn't have compared to the score with Wreck. It would have probably gotten maybe like a good. It would have been better. Yeah, it would have done better instead of just lab experiments. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't like the fact that it was lab experiments because it's just like okay, well. It's scary, but it's just not that scary compared to like religious stuff. Well, not only that, but it, it's more of like okay, well, it's since it's just rabies, obviously there's gonna be a cure. Yeah. But to where wreck, it was like, okay, well, even, you know, the doctor or the person that lived in that, that, that apartment, uh, that apartment room, you know, he kind of doubted himself of like, there's no cure. I don't know what to do. The best thing I have to do is just lock it up and leave. Mm -hmm. You know, it kind of gave that, well, there's no hope for this. Yeah. You know, it's religion. So you're like, you know, fuck, you know, it's possession. Yeah. Um, or they're coming, you know, I don't know if he's re- revamping them to life or whatever the case may be. Well, you buy that sense of like, okay, well, there's no cure. So, you know, and he even said like it travels through the air and so forth and so forth, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, damn, well, well what's next? Like what's going to happen compared to quarantine is just like, oh, well, here's some lab lab work done. And you're like, oh, it's labs. Yeah. That means a cure. Uh-huh. You know, it kind of destroys that whole of like, so what's the point of killing all them if you yeah. find this room and there's nothing but lab work stuff and you're just like, well, there must be a cure. Mm-hmm. So it, it wreck is ten times better. Like I will always say and I will always repeat yeah. it. Quarantine wasn't. Um, it was good. It's just it's. it's- you can't really compare it to Wreck. Didn't match it. Yeah, I think it, and I agree with with the director, uh, the directors from Wreck that it, or not the directors, the um, the reviewers that it's it's an acceptable substitute. Like I said, if you mm-hmm. don't like, if yeah. you don't, if you're like me that doesn't like Spanish films or Spanish, any you know anything trans- yeah. just being spoken in Spanish. I would say quarantine is probably the the best bet for 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 y'all. But if mm-hmm. if we want to jump into you know kind of keep us on our edge and kind of being like oh like what's really going on here, yeah. I would say wreck is wreck is away. And if you like being mm-hmm. scared and and you like you know that religious theme added into a horror film, like I do, wreck is that movie. Quarantine is just more of a suspense movie that's just like boo. That's compared to wreck you're just like you're kind of hyperventilating of what's going on you're like oh my god oh my god oh my god mm-hmm. you know um but yeah i mean i think everyone should watch both movies kind of give their comparison to it let us know what you guys think of that yeah so stay tuned for next episode we'll be doing we're going to be reviewing uh the movies outbreak and personally one of my favorites train to busan so we're going to keep the kind of like pandemic quarantine virus thing going on for the movie special podcast yeah guys and also stay safe out there you know follow the protocols mm-hmm. wear a mask if you have to wear gloves if you have to 
Try not to go out as much as possible. Um, be a Bane. Don't be a Joker. This is a Movie Specialist Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Movie Specialist Podcast. If you like the show, consider leaving us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on social media at The Movie Specialist or at The Movie Specialist Podcast.